Welcome to the Realtel Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Downs, the founder and CEO of the Realtel, and we're on a mission to improve retail customer experience, to measure website speed and design, quality of product information, cart and checkout experience, post-purchase communication, fulfillment and packaging, customer services quality, and overall sustainability of products and packaging. If you're interested in learning more about the Realtel Customer Experience Report, just go to www.itworks.company forward slash the Realtel, and there you can find more information and some examples of the Customer Experience Report. Today, we're going to talk about branding. In particular, what is it? How do you define it? How do I develop it? And why is it important anyway? Now, who better to discuss this topic than subject matter expert, Nick Pickup, brand marketing expert and managing director of consulting firm Conquer. Now, we worked with Nicola several years ago, launching a new men's activewear brand. And whilst we managed the tech side of the implementation, Nick had the unenviable task of creating a brand from the ground up. Now, in my experience, brand as a term has many applications, and these usually focus around a look. But brand means so much more than that, and we're going to explore that today. Nick, welcome to The Real Tale, and thanks for joining me today. Thanks for the invitation, Paul. Looking forward to uh, getting into some detail. Yeah, so, so am I. So, okay, let's, let's get into it then. So um, do you have a definition of what a brand is? And let's see if we can get to, I want to get to the essence of, of yeah. brand and what it means for people and myself, actually. Yeah, sure. Look, I think um, look, the, the long short is probably not a straightforward definition. Um, and I think for most people, when you think about branding, the, the instant go-to is the logo and that visual identity, and, and it kind of yeah. stops there. Um, so the way I look at it is very much around um, an ecosystem. So it's kind of lots of interconnected parts. Um, and those interconnected parts, you know, they're not just what's inside, you know, the organization, how that's built, but it's also built from the outside as well. And I think sometimes when you look at brands, it's a lot of that internal focus. Um, so for me, you know, you're really looking at these interrelated parts and how they rely on each other to build something that's quite meaningful and real. Um, it's got to have relevance and it's got to be, it, it's, it's really focusing on that existing um, problem that exists and how you want to solve that problem or how you're going to serve a need. Um, so for me, when I think about brand, there's probably, you know, I talk about these interrelated parts. Um, if we break that down, you know, we can start by saying, you know, brand really has to have a purpose. And that purpose is that really strong reason for its existence and it's solving that problem or that need in the marketplace. And and that's where, for me, all of that starts. It's like the anchor um, to everything when you talk about brand. Is that your why that, that Simon Sinek talks about? Is that the same thing, effectively? Yeah, yeah absolutely, because you've got to have something for why you exist and, you know, you've got to be focused around a problem you want to solve. Um and it really will guide everything then that you want to do. Um, and it helps to provide direction and guidance, um, not just for your internal teams and how everything else forms from that, but also with your customers because, you know, they will make sure that they keep you honest to that um, yeah. and they'll, they'll help you get to the purpose that you want to get to as well. I also think vision is important because that's the direction um, and the path you know, that's the, the part where that direction that you can see and feel and it's, it's actionable. It's something that um, is going to help you get that purpose. And, and with that is linked is a, is a promise. 
Um, so when you're talking about brand, you've got to be quite open and honest with your customers of this is what we promise to deliver to you. Um, and I think as well, again, that keeps you honest. Your customers will remind you of that promise when you don't deliver on it. Um, the other thing is around value. So brand has to have um, values attached to it. Um, I'd always be looking at um, the values of how you're acting and behaving. And values for me are always quite interesting and people look at these different ways. Um, but values are not just the internal things that guide behavior. Um, they're not just the internal things that you talk about. Your values are only your values if the customers say they are because they experience them and they feel them as well. Um, so values are important um, that you testing that you are delivering on those values and what you attach to a brand. I think personality, um, you know, the way in which you connect, the way in which you, um, you know, connect with your customers, that tone of voice is, is ultimately important of how you're actually speaking to people. And the other thing is experience. You know, when you go through the customer journey, a brand has an experience that you're wanting to deliver on. Um, and one of the things I'll always say and, and something that I talk about is, you know, walk in your customers' footsteps, take the journey that your customer's going to go on and divide, define the brand experience um, around that. So that's really important because at the end of the day, an experience is it's a lasting impression. It's how you're going to make customers feel. So it's all, you know, really, really important that um, you understand the experience that you're trying to create. Um, and when you've kind of gone through those different, you know, those different interconnecting parts, only then for me can you start to look at logo and visual identity mm, and campaigns yeah. and, you know, build everything else that comes from that. Um, and I think, you know, a brand for me, it's not static. Um, it's something that's living and breathing. You've got to nurture it. You've got to work at it. Um, you've got to be prepared to pivot. You've got to keep it alive. Um, and you've got to check in on its re relevance as well. So, you know, when we talk about brand and when you say, you know, what's the definition? I think you've got to look at it in a much bigger perspective um, and not just think about the end piece, which for most people is the logo and that visual identity, which is ultimately the first thing that um, people say. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I actually really like that ecosystem because I, I really struggle. I, I hear what you say, and, and I've been through the process several times, but never mm -hmm. can find the words to articulate to business leaders about what it is because they tend to focus on what does it look like? You know, what is the yes. – has our photography? What's the image that we're trying to portray? Mm -hmm. But like you say, it's so much more than that. I mean, you, you get to the what's our higher purpose and a quite existential question – and that's when I start losing people. Um, yeah. but, it's true, but, then, but, then you get, but then you get to your why, right, which yeah. is really important. Is why, do you, why do you get out of bed in the morning? What is it you do as a business that's beyond just yeah. selling a specific product? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think a really important point is simplicity as well, is yeah. if you create something that is you can't explain it or you don't understand it, it's not right, you know, so you've got to keep it simple because at the end of the day, a brand will have a team, it's a business, there's lots of things around it, and you've got to be able to deliver on it. Um, and I think if it becomes too complex or you start to lose people, yeah. um, ultimately it's probably not quite right and it needs a bit more yeah. refinement. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd concur with that for sure. Um, and I, I missed a bit on the with your – when you were talking about values, you, you said about customers – um, what was it? Is that you saying you, you judge the quality of your values by how customers see you? Was that? 
Yeah, look, you've got to be able to measure your values because the values are things, least the way you're acting and behaving. And if you're putting your values out there of how you operate, you've got to make sure you stay true to them. Yeah. And the way to test that is to speak to your customers. Yeah. So if you say your values are integrity and, you know, all the usual ones that are innovation, but if you speak to your customers and they don't talk to that, I would say that you're not truly believing in your values. Yeah. Yeah, but that's where I think part of it, I'd agree. I mean, like values, when, when I've gone through this, I'd be like, what do you believe in? What are your strongly held beliefs? And then your behaviours, it's like, well, then if we believe in this, this is how we behave. Yeah. And those behaviours form the culture, the culture yeah. of an organisation being the, the unwritten rules. Yeah. This is just how we are because this is yeah. how we behave, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. this is what we believe in, because this is why we get out of bed in the morning. And I think that's that's why I kind of, I like that word ecosystem, because actually I as you say, you need all those parts together. I mean, you definitely need the imagery, you definitely need the logo, but you absolutely yeah. need the values and behaviours because how are you going to recruit? Because if the impression that your customer has of your that, that brand experience is driven by how you've been treated, mm. then if you've got people that don't believe in integrity... Yes. You know, or not, I don't don't have any integrity and don't believe in the things that you do. They're not part of your tribe. Yeah, exactly. And I think it helps it, it helps with recruitment, it helps getting the right team, it helps getting the right people. Um it brand is so much more it guides so much in the business. You know, I look at it as a real strategic pillar of the business um because it guides so many things. It, it's not just the thing you see above the door. It's got meaning and purpose and so much built into it um, yeah. that it's really important. Yeah, no, I agree. Whilst we're, we're um, I guess the, the, the focus of this podcast is more on customer experience, I know from the consulting engagements that we do around business transformations, I'm always banging on around it's got to be centred around your brand and your brand values because that yeah. underpins everything you're going to do whether it's with your technology or processes, you yeah. need your people. Um, and therefore, transforming you know, the culture of an organisation is critical to, to an overall transformation. Absolutely essential. Yeah, you know, you've got to get everyone on board. They've got to understand it. And I think one of the things that um, I've done in the past in, in previous roles where when you're working on brands, um, to, to, to lock in and embed that is going through each of the organization sort of functional departments and sort of saying to them how how do you apply that in your role so whether you work in the warehouse whether you work in the e-commerce whether you work in a store it's being able to apply that simply in your role and understand how it applies to your role yeah agreed and i think actually you hit on a good point there because whilst that you're right about going and talking to the teams when, uh, as part of the, I, I'm involved in uh, the Retail Leaders Network, which you've been along to one of those dinners. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that we say to the leaders there is that they they need to embody the values yes. of that on an ongoing basis. They are yeah. the embodiment of those values for the business. And if they're not, because people, you know, people will copy behaviour, then yeah. you will not see that sort of proliferate across your organisation. Yeah. It's going to, yeah, leading by example and being able to feel it when you go into an organisation as well. I think, um, you know, more often than not, you know, you, you see too many people going through this this great process of trying to define who they are, what they are, what the values are, and then it gets put in a document, put in the bottom drawer, and it's not used. Um, it's a yes. working document. It has to be used. It's ongoing. Um, and it can add so much value when it's done correctly. Yeah. I, I laugh because we uh, very recently pulled ours <laughs> out of the drawer. 
with us. <laughs> we, we, we're actually using, we're using it for our for our uh, um, our recruitment and and how we make decisions in the business. But I think uh, I may have got slightly complacent that it's embedded, and we pulled it out the other day, and I was like, actually, this is a really good document. We should get this out some more. So it happens to the best of us. Yeah, um, it's good, and it's good to visualize it around the business, and um, you know, build it into what you're doing day to day. And some things that I, I recommend um, with people that I work with. Having those daily check-ins, having those daily checklists and not saying you've got to go through and do a questionnaire or a checklist every day, but they're just yeah. at the right moment to check in with, am I doing this right? Is this working towards that purpose? Am I living the values of what we stand for? And if it feels wrong, then yeah. it probably is. Yeah. Um, so it's good to be able to check back in with those things and remember that, um, you know, you, but you've got to be agile and flexible, but you've got to be able to work and go back to it. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, the reason we uh... – we got it out was because we're with launching a real tale for, for our business. We're kind of going, is this, is this right? Is this true to who we are? And our, you know, our purpose is we make retail better. And we kind of felt, well, actually the real tale. Yeah. That kind of serves that high purpose if we're trying to make retail better. So that kind of fits at a, at a values level before we, we do any other work in, in um, defining that product. Yeah. yeah. So, so look, that's, that's really good. Um, I think, I feel like we've kind of nailed brand in that, that ecosystem. I like that, that those yeah. parts. So, okay, so I I've, I've understand what a brand is. How do I create one? You know, if yeah. you've done this, I've seen, you know, we worked a few years ago on one from the ground up. What's yeah. the process that you go through to actually create a brand? So I think you've got to start with what problem you're solving. Um, and yeah. to be clear on the problem that you're solving, um, you've got to start with the customer insights. You've got to invest in getting the right insights and not just the research but being able to extract the right insights that support what you believe the problem is that you're solving so that's for me a starting point and it's got to be validated but then you've also got to use the internal tools as well because you've got to make sure that the problem that you're solving that's been validated by the customers internally you've got the right functions and and teams and operating models to actually make that happen. Um, And from there, then you can start to map out that purpose and vision and promise and all those other things we talked about before. But you've got to start with some validated um, research and insights that can really um, almost anchor it. You've got to make sure that you're regularly checking in on it. So checking in with those teams, checking in with your customers. You know, like I said before, it's that living, breathing thing. You can't just um, build a document and put it away. You've got to make sure you check in with it. And you've got to be open to adapting and pivoting when things don't fit quite right. Um, And you've got to have that support function in the team um, to help them deliver on that brand. So you've got to make sure that you resource it effectively. You've also got to invest in sharing that brand story because it's all well and good having an amazing brand story. You spent lots of time, lots of uh, money on building it, doing the research. But if you're not telling people and you're not pushing that out there, then what's the point? You know, you've really got to invest in telling people your story, why you're different, why you do what you do, and what problem it is you're solving and how you're doing it. Um, so I think you've got to it, – it's quite functional in terms of how you yeah. how you actually build that from the ground up. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I like I like that. What problem are you solving? That's a good – I'll be using that. It's very easy to get into a project where suddenly – 
it, it's lots of people become part of the project and it's very easy to lose sight of the end goal and you've got to bring it back to go what's the problem we're solving and how's that been validated through the research and I think it's always coming back to it always checking in it's that checkpoint where you you know you're making sure that you're always delivering on the yeah. problem you found and I guess the more well, I was going to say powerful is the right word but if you're if that I get back to that kind of higher purpose uh, that's not just you know the problem we're solving is um we're, we're solving the problem of providing cost-effective leather handbags for example it's not you know I might not want to get out of bed in the morning to do that so it's yeah, yeah. I, I, I look for I, I always use it because it uh, my first transformation I think I've told you this story before I bore yeah. everyone with it was when I was at the, the UK National Lottery and we we'd got very boring as to who we were as a company and what yeah what was our higher purpose and mm. I was very skeptical going through this process that you, you've spoken about and when the the lead creative came in and said look basically what we do as a business is sell dreams that's what we do for a pound which it was at the time you you know everyone knows they're not going to win it's 14 million to one of the odds yeah, on, yeah. on a six to one lottery um you, you're not going to win but what it is for a pound or for a dollar you can dream yeah. about what you would do with that money and that changed everything within our business because yes. it fundamentally shifted what we were there. We were the dream factory and that's the business that we were in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the, I, I feel anyway that the, the more powerful uh, your purpose, the more that resonates with, with people and motivates them to. I was going to say it's a motivator, right? It just, it galvanizes the teams. It actually, they call each other on it going, well, that doesn't really yeah. take us to where we're going or that feels it's, kind of a bit of a wobble with where we stand so yeah. you've got to make sure that you know that that statement is motivating and everyone can attach to it so like what we were saying before it, it can't be too complex and it's that in and it's it's insight driven right because the insight will say and you'll go that is it the insight then helps you to articulate what it is you're doing where you're going and, and motivates everyone to achieve it yeah so i you know i get my next question was kind of like you know if i've define my brand i've got a clear understanding what next it sounds like what next is 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 continually tweaking what you're doing is kind of look is just whether it's test and learn but however you want to do it but you can continually yeah. tweaking is that right yeah yeah look i think there's there's that commercial element here that you, you've got to bring into the mix because at the end of the day the primary function of any business is to acquire and return customers that's the primary function of any business yeah. um and you know it, it drives every department and it's, you know, like we said, it's that strategic, um, that strategic so like guys behavior. It allows us to check in with, are we getting nearer to that purpose? Are we being true to, um, you know, to, to what we are? So I think um, you've got to have that commercial angle to it as well. Um, and then how you use that is it guides behavior. It's, it's that daily checking. It's also empowering because I think what you don't want is, creating a brand where people can't do what they need to do and it creates roadblocks or stoppages. It's got to be able to empower the team. They've got to be able to understand it. They've got to be able to make decisions on it. Um, and they're empowered to stay true to that purpose. They're delivering it every yeah. the way. And I think that, yeah. um, you know, what's really important, um, you know, if you fall to what you stand for, then your brand becomes exposed. Yes, agreed. And I've seen a few of those. Yeah. usually the ones actually it's usually the ones that have got empowerment painted on the wall in their meeting yeah. rooms yeah yeah and then you, 
you ask who signs off the emails and it's the owner of the business. And that's, I think that's always interesting where people think just because it's on the wall, therefore we live and breathe it. It's Again, it's just not the case. It's really if people are talking to it and you're seeing the behaviours and you're feeling it. Like you can walk into organisations sometimes and you can just feel it. Um, but yeah. you really live by what this, you know, what they what they stand for. Yeah, they stand for innovation, and yet they all wear uniforms. Uh, I mean, it's such an overused word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, and, and overpainted as well yeah. in my yeah. experience. But, um, but yeah, no, I agree. I, there's almost like a bellwether. The more stuff I see painted on the walls, the more the alarm bells go for me immediately. Yeah. That the the culture may not be fully embedded. Sometimes yeah. it is, but most most of the time it's not. Time but, it's uh, yeah. Interesting. So, um, okay, so in the context of, so the, you know, the real tail kind of focuses on online. So, yeah. in, you know, in the context of, of retail e-commerce, what areas of customer experience are touched by branding and which ones would you say are the most important? I mean, I think we've covered the people side and I, yeah. I know we're both very passionate about that. Yeah, but absolutely. outside of that, what, what is important in the, in the world of e-commerce? So with... I think what's important is on on an online experience that every single business is going to have their unique journey and unique characteristics. And you've really got to understand the customer journey and you've got to understand the, the journey that the customer is going through from the moment they land on your site and what you're going to deliver for them. And I think if you look at... Um, you know, customer journeys, it might be that you need that journey to be seamless or it's got to be easy to navigate. It's got to be quick to buy experience. But those little things that you're defining in that experience are the things that are important to your customers. And sometimes it's the little things that make a huge difference. You know, yeah. So it could be something really simple like, you know, the, the help that I get online through the process that I'm going through where someone responds to me really quickly and it makes my life a lot easier. And it's also sometimes you've got to think about how you deal with that. So if if there's a, a little problem or a pain point on that website and the experience that they're having, you've got to consider it's how you then resolve that or how you then deal with that. If it becomes a real pain point, how are you then going to resolve that at the other end? So, again, it's the experience and how you leave people feeling at the end of it, even if they, there is a bit of a, a roadblock or an ex, a pain point at that point. So it's how you then resolve that and the experience of how you leave people feeling. And I think that's what's really important because – Every online experience will be different. Every brand will have its unique um, thing that they want to be known for. They'll be defining their experience. They'll be, you know, trying to um, say, you know, we're better at this than these players or we do this better than these guys. But you've got to live to it and you've got to make sure you understand that the thing that you are doing better is the thing that's actually bringing value, not just to the business, but to the customer as well. Um, so I think you've got to, as I always say, walk in those customers' footsteps, walk through that, yeah. check that yeah. online experience. You know, am I actually delivering what I say my brand is about? Am I frictionless? Am I easy to, you know, engage with? Um, do I deliver in 24 hours if I say I'm going to deliver? Um, you know, all those things that you say you're going to do, you've kind of got to do it. Otherwise, people... You know, the thing that's really important to them, if it's quick delivery, if you don't deliver quick, they're not going to use you again. Um, and I think no. they're the little things that I say, the little things that make a huge difference. You've got oh, to find through that journey what are those little things. Um, and that takes time. And that takes research. Correct. And, that, and of course, that's what we're doing in the real tale is measuring is exactly, thank you for teeing that up nicely for me, is, is looking at all those things because they are, they are, yeah. 
really, really important. I'm, I'm really passionate about the returns process because I, I, I hate it yes. personally. Yes. I always get really anxious because I've, I've got to go to the post office. I've got loads of bits of paper to deal yeah. with. I, yeah. I never know when I'm going to get my money back. So all of those things, when you come across a brand who's really thought about it and it's yeah. just all done on your on your mobile and you, your money's returned straight away and you're actually told that the money's been turned, returned yeah. straight away, things yeah. like that, yeah. just those little, uh, I think, yeah. moments, some some marketer I heard, those micro mo- brand moments yeah, are, are super important. Yeah. Rise and delight, all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Okay, so can you, can you give me some examples of some of some great brands. So there be I think there'll be some people listening to this number that I've spoken to who come kind of like, yeah, well come on, you know, who's really good? They always kind of go, who are the people that are leaders? Who would you say are, are, are great brands and why? Yeah, look, and I'm, I'm going to throw the big super brands out there because I think they do it exceptionally well, and it's ones that people can resonate with and connect with. So when you look at someone like Disney, for example, like you know, I've been to Disney, my, I've taken my kids to Disney, and yeah. the whole experience, their purpose is all around happiness, right? And their whole experience from start to finish, when you go through those theme parks, um, is just it, it's just this. Uh, escapism and happiness and every step of the way the people you engage with whether it's the people who you meet when you go into the car park to the people that you see when you buy an ice cream it's every step of the way they have tailored that experience to happiness the way they recruit their team and then they've also broadened that franchise of disney into everything they do so the merchandise the parks the films it all conjures up to that same purpose which is around happiness and look i think Every, everywhere I go and lots of presentations that I see and people that I talk to, it's always an example that's given and it absolutely delivers on it. Um, and I think that's why it is good to look at it because they, they really do end-to-end um, consider that whole process. It's not just a logo. It's not just a retail experience. It's the sum of the parts like we talked about before. Another one would be Apple. You know, we all know Apple. They're kind of, I suppose, revolutionized how you go in and shop so you don't have to queue up and the people that you deal with straight away you can buy from them there and then on the spot um but their product as well so the the product and the retail it's simple it's clean it's easy to engage with the people in the stores they understand the brand um you know whether it's product online or offline they nail it and again this is another one that people talk about um so i think they're two that really stand out um and there's lots of those super brands out there but the ones that really have multiple channels because you've got products you've got online you've got offline you know with disney you've got parks you've got films you've got product and they've got stores so i think um looking at those brands that have that multiple um, offering and maintain the brand values and the brand experience are the ones that do it well. Um, You know, I think Lego, I think Lego is a great brand as well. Um, I think they do a particularly good job at who they are and what they stand for. And they've come through trouble times, but they've transformed that and turned that around um, in terms of who they are and, you know, inspiring, what is it, the builders of tomorrow or whatever it is. And um, it's playful, it's fun, and they stay true to that through what they do. And they've also expanded that franchise um, into into merchandise, into, you know, beyond the Lego and into films um, and that type Mm. of thing. So good experiences of, of brands that I would say do it well. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I think you're right, and I just I just thinking about those brands. I mean, the one thing that kind of um, 
shines through for me with everything they do is quality in everything they do you know whether it's apple but same with disney everything they do is absolutely yes. on the money from yeah. from storytelling in movies to to running um theme parks yeah so um okay that's good so we're almost uh, we're almost out of time so i just want to do a quick quick brand wrap up yeah so and we'll do this together right so so the brands, we've got the brand ecosystem yeah. that we agree. So what are, what just quickly, what are the component parts of that? So we've got the values, behaviors, the key and habits. Is, um, have a have a key purpose. Um, make sure you've got um, a vision. So you've got the values and the personality and the promise, and you really understand and you've mapped out your experience. Okay. And then my next question was, what does it do? And I think I know the answer to that. It's just what it's it's solving a problem. Absolutely. You're solving a problem. And remember the problem you're solving every step of the way. Um, break it down and understand the problem that you're solving and validate that problem. Because right. you know, the problem that you think might not be the problem, you know, so you've got to validate that with insight. Yeah. Okay. So I've got my, okay. So I've got my brand. I've got, I understand my problem. I've got everything I needed in my brand eco, ecosystem. How am I going to use that to deliver a great customer experience? So you've got to use it with the team. It's got to be embedded with the internal teams um, and you've got to monitor and check it. Um, keeping it simple every step of the way and making sure that everyone can align to it. So everyone in the business, regardless of their role, um, have to align to it. Great. Okay. Well, I think that's a great way to, to end this. I can't believe you've done half an hour already. Yeah, I'm still going to go for another, go for another, <laughs> another hour talking about brands. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just before we wrap up, so thank you very much. Um, it's been great catching up with you and, and having this yeah, conversation. Uh, anybody wants to get hold of you? How do they get hold of you, Nick? So my uh, website is conker.com.au um, or I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and my email and contact details are on my website. Would love to chat with you. Brilliant. Okay. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Thank Paul. you very much. Bye bye. Now, I really enjoyed talking to Nick today. We had a great conversation about branding. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. And if you're interested in learning more about the Realtale Customer Experience Report, just go to www.itworks.company forward slash the Realtale. And there you can find more information and some examples of the customer experience report. Thanks.